It's not about the Easter egg. It's about Jesus living, dying on the cross for us all and giving us the life. That's kind of cool, Anna. Right, well, we do a short story, everybody. Yes. Do you want to do the Easter story? Yes. You could look more excited if you want. Yep, here we go. I'm going to read out my favorite Bible. If you don't have a copy as an adult, you need to get one. It's meant for kids, but we should all be kids at heart, shouldn't we? This is the Jesus Storybook Bible, and it's phenomenal. So the pictures are hopefully going to come up on the screen, guys. Are you ready? It's a good one. Here we go. God's wonderful surprise. Jesus' friends were sad. They would never see their best friend again. How could this happen? Wasn't Jesus the rescuer? The king God had promised? It wasn't supposed to end like this. Yes. But whoever said anything about the end, just before sunrise on the third day, God sent an earthquake. Now, just for the children's sake, let's all pretend we're in an earthquake. Good, Andy. Good, Andy. An angel from... Oh, wait a minute. God sent an earthquake and an angel from heaven. Chloe, come and be the angel. Come and be the angel. Come on, Chloe. Come on. An angel from heaven. Here she is. She didn't know she was going to do that. There we go. Just stand beside me, Chloe. When the guards... When the guards saw the angel, they fell down in fright. Let's all fall down in fright. The angel rolled. <laughs> You're the only one doing it, Andy. It's good. The angel rolled the huge stone away. <laughs> With great ease, because she has heaven's power before her. <laughs> Sat on top of it and waited. At the first glimmer of dawn. You can, you can go now, Angel. Thank you. So, round of applause. At the first glimmer of dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other women headed to the tomb to wash Jesus' body. The early morning sun slanted through the ancient olive trees, drops of dew glittering on leaves and gra- grasses, little tears everywhere. The friends walked quietly along the hilly path through the olive groves, until they reached the tomb. And immediately, they noticed something quite odd. Yeah, that would be a good response. Ooh, ooh. One, two, three. It was wide open. We should sell ourselves as sound effects or something, because this is good. Okay, they peered through. The opening into the dark tomb. But wait! Sacre bleu! Je ne sais pas! Le body is gone! He was dead, but the body's not there! Oh my days, right, here we go. And something else. A shining man was there with clothes, <laughs> with clothes made of lightning. 
Don't be scared, even though I'm wearing lightning, he said. But they couldn't help it. They screamed. Anyway, the angel asked them, what are you doing here? This is a tomb. Tombs are for dead people. The women couldn't speak. Moving on swiftly. Jesus isn't dead anymore, he said. He's alive. And their hearts leapt. Let's all just do a little leap in our hearts. Oh, you're getting more excited, I can see. And then the angel laughed. (laughs) Because it would be musical because they sing. Let's laugh like an angel. (laughs) Okay, really, people. With such gladness that they felt for a moment as if they had woken from a nightmare. How cool is that? Right, next page. Bear with, bear with. The other women rushed home, but Mary stayed behind. How could this be true? Jesus was definitely dead. How could he be alive? Just then, Mary heard someone else in the garden. Hmm, perhaps it's the gardener, she thought. He'll know where Jesus' body is. I don't know where Jesus is, Mary said urgently. I can't find him. But it was all right. Jesus knew where she was, and he had found her. Mary! Only one person said her name like that. She could hear her heart thumping. She turned around. She could just make out a figure. She shaded her eyes to see. Shade your eyes. And thought she was dreaming. But she wasn't dreaming. She was seeing for the first time. Jesus! Mary fell to the ground. Sudden tears filled her eyes and great sobs shook her whole body. And all she wanted in that moment was to cling to Jesus and never, ever let him go. You'll be able to hold on to me later, Mary, Jesus said gently, and always be close to me. But now, go and tell the others that I'm alive. Next slide. So, Mary ran an impossible run. I don't know who. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired, Mary. I'm tired and very hot. Okay, sorry, Anna's going to do it proper. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, like an old man. Okay, Mary ran and ran, and she was very out of breath, all the way to the city. She had never run so fast or done so much exercise in such a short period of time in her whole life. She felt she could have run forever. She didn't even feel like her feet touched the ground, which clearly they didn't hold. 
The sun seemed to be dancing, like today, and gleaming and bounding across the sky, racing with her and shining brighter than she could ever remember in the clear, fresh air. And it seemed to her that morning, as she ran, almost as if the whole world had been made anew. Almost as if the whole world was singing for joy. The trees, tiny sounds in the grass, the birds, her heart. Was God really making everything sad come untrue? Was he making even death come untrue? She couldn't wait to tell Jesus' friends. They won't believe it, she laughed. She was right. Of course. He's not dead. He's alive. Being part of the the church body today is only possible because of Jesus, what he did on the cross, and that there was people who were willing not to contain that within their hearts, but like Mary, run and run and run, and not to stop, and not to let anything stop them from proclaiming that he's not dead. He is alive. And it breaks my heart that when some people think of the church worldwide today, they think of death. They think of the shame. They think of all the guilt. They think of religion. And that's not the truth. And so I'm sorry if that's been your experience. I'm deeply sorry. But we want to be a community here where we proclaim, he's not dead. You're not stuck in dead end alley anymore because of his life. Because he died on the cross and came back to life. So each one of us has the opportunity to come back to life. And not life as we know it. Life in all fullness and life everlasting. And this is the beautiful gift that's free. It's free to each one of us. And I don't know about you guys, but how many times are you stuck in the awe and wonder? How many times do you get stuck along living lane? I'm just so full of the awe and the wonder of this story. I don't enough. And I don't, I don't really care where you're at in your journey. But I feel there's an invite to each one of us to go back along living, living alley and to get caught up again in the awe and the wonder of this story. He's not dead. He's alive. And he's not just alive, but he's alive in each one of us. And he's not just alive in each one of us, but he cannot be contained. He does not want to be contained. We do him a disservice to keep him contained and locked up and confined. This is not about getting a ticket to heaven and holding it close to our hearts and safe until the day we die. This is about making a genuine change to this world and being solution carriers in his kingdom. That's what he's called us to be. And that's what we are about as a church community. And that is why we cannot contain the joy of Easter to this room. That would be just selfish pure selfish of us. And that is why we have to spill out into the hearts, homes, lives and streets of this city and beyond. That's why we need to tell our colleagues, our friends of the good news. He's not dead. He's alive. We are not stuck in death like living. He is alive and he wants to welcome us in every moment, in every minute, in every day, And every week and every month, he is continually beckoning us back. Come back to living life, lane, not dead, end, valley. 
So that's just our wee invite just now to you. And also, I just wanted to share with this little fella, how cool is this? Two weeks ago, it was just a bunch of seeds and a bit of, of mud. And it sat here, even in these conditions. And it has thrived, hasn't it? Living life, new life. How exciting. And this is a story where he scatters these seeds into our hearts and our lives. And he wants to water them. He wants to see them come into fruition. But most of us, he wants us to bask in the sunshine of his love. To see this sprout up new life. So um, this morning, we... A few of us climbed a fell at silly o'clock to watch the sun come up, and it was awesome. Next year, we'll make it more of a thing because it was really fun. But this morning, as we just saw the sun come up, we were just declaring over our city, death to life. But we were also, um, maybe we'll gather a petition um, and send it to the parliamentary people and say, why don't we change the start of the New Year to Easter Sunday? I mean, it could cause issues because I know it's a movable feast. But today should be our new year, right? Today should be our fresh start. Today should be that. And all it takes is a choice. A choice in our hearts to say, yeah, I'm all in. I don't want to go down dead end valley anymore. There's things in my thought life, things in my physical life that have taken me down dead end valley. I want to live in living lane whatever it's called, living life to the full, abundance. I'm going to live there. So I'm just going to invite us, if you want to make that choice right now, I just feel the Father that there's favor today for you just to step into that and for you to experience that from, from this moment on. So who, who's up for it? If you're up for it, just stand up where you are. Be genuinely up for it. You don't, you don't have to be up for it. There's freedom in this place. But if you want to step in to living life to the full, And maybe this is for the first time. Maybe you've never heard the story of what Jesus has done for you. And we need to not get stuck on Good Friday. But the whole thing with Good Friday is that Jesus died on the cross so that we could have eternal life. He wants to take all the sin and the shame for our lives and replace it with whole new life. He rose again on Easter Sunday to show us that resurrection life is available to each one of us from this day forward. So, Father, we just thank you that you are present in this room. Holy Spirit, I'm just going to welcome the Holy Spirit now to come. And if you would like to, you could put your hands out in front of you. Sometimes when the Holy Spirit comes, he's like a gentle dove. He's not going to do anything to to make you scared or afraid in in a nasty way. He just wants to come alongside you and to do something in your heart. So some of you might feel a strange warmth in your heart right now. And that's just Holy Spirit. He wants to draw near. So, Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you are here. And we speak increase of your presence. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Some of you do not have a clue how powerful you are in Jesus. Some of you do not have a clue. And it's beautiful, actually. There's, there's, for some of you, it's been this humility to a point where you've just forgotten how powerful you are in Jesus. So we just invite God's power to rest on each and every person in this room. That we are an unstoppable people. That you would bring about a persistence and perseverance in this room. Come, Lord Jesus, increase your power. Increase your power. Increase your power. And I just speak grace over this place. 
for some of us, shame has been our name. And Jesus wants to give you a new name today. And that's grace. So some of you need to just physically adopt that into your name. (laughs) Grace. Which knows no bounds. Grace. 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 So we just speak fresh starts. A new year. Blank sheets. And this looks like the father who doesn't see what's gone before but only sees what comes ahead. Fresh seats. Come, Lord Jesus. Yeah, I just speak to disappointment in this room and I just say, go in Jesus' name. Some of you have been carrying the heavy weight of disappointment for too long and it's actually stopped you from walking forward. So if that's you, I just I just ask you to put your hand in your heart and a disappointment can go in Jesus' name. Disappointment go in Jesus' name. We just speak against disappointment in this space. Go in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Come, Lord Jesus. Joy, you are always welcome. And we speak an increase of joy in our hearts, in our minds, that you would do something in the chemistry of our brains to switch towards joy so that we would experience joy in more abundance in this new year to come. Joy, come. Joy come in the unexpected places. Joy come in the expected places. Joy come in Jesus' name. Amen.